Are you ready? It's time. It's time to let go and use your voice. It's time to be real and it's time to heal. I'm Tiff Carson and this is Hard Beautiful Journey. Hey friends, welcome to Hard Beautiful Journey. This is episode 85. Have you ever been in the same room with someone and you can just feel their energy, good or bad? I sure have, and quite intensely. The guest I have on the show today is someone whose energy was like a great big bear hug. As soon as I saw her smile and then heard her talk at a conference I attended a few years ago. Since meeting my next guest, Kim Livingstone, I have become one of her gold heart army, which is people who love love. Kim is an entrepreneur, an author, a mom, and an inspiration to so many people in this world. I can't wait for you to get to know Kim and find out why her hard, beautiful journey is so inspiring. Here is my interview with Kim. Hi, Kim. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good. I I wanted to start out this interview just by telling you something really quick. All right. Okay. Okay. You're one of my favorite people. Oh, really? You are one of my favorite people I think I've met in many, many years. And I met you in 2020 at the Rise Conference in Lake Louise. Mm. And you got up on stage because your company, Sand and Stone Jewelry, you gave every one of us ladies gifts. And those gifts were amazing. And we will talk about them in a little bit. (laughs) But what stood out for me more than the gifts was your energy and your Mm. joy and the words that you said on that stage. And as soon as you got off the stage, I was on my phone. I was like, who is this person? So that's when I started (laughs) following you on Instagram. Oh my God. I'm not kidding. You are one of my favorite people. So that's what I wanted to say to start this interview. Oh my gosh. You are the sweetest like way to almost make me cry to begin with. (laughs) (laughs) That was such a good, I mean, don't you remember, remember like we were hour by hour getting shut down for the Rona during that hour by hour. It was such a crazy time, but all of the girls there, like that is one of my most probably memorable weekends of my life. That was a great weekend. It was, we were six feet apart or however far (laughs) apart at our own little table. Yes. The introvert in me having my own table at the conference, it was amazing. It was like spreading out the notepads, the drinks, the snacks. I was like, can this just be every conference from now on in? That's why I love you. Oh my goodness. I was just like, okay, I'm kind of digging this. Oh, I loved it. Like, let's not go back. I'm good. I don't need to be squished up beside anybody. (laughs) I had my own table and it was awesome. But yes, it was an amazing weekend and I just absolutely loved every moment. But like I said, I loved your energy and your joy. And then I started following you on Instagram. And honestly, I just, I'm one of your biggest fangirls. Kim has so much joy, even in some of the hardest moments. And I know that you have gone through your share of hard stuff as well. So that's what we're going to get into. We're going to get into the hard and the beautiful stuff that has been going on in your life and what you've done with that hard stuff and turned it into something that is inspiring people. 
not just me. I mean, and I mean, right back at you, you have also been through the hard and look at what's come from this. I know it's amazing. And you're doing the thing. Like all I want is for women to do the thing and you're actually doing the dang thing. I'm super proud of you. Thank you. Oh my gosh. That makes me so happy. Okay. So I want to start with your business because I am one of your favorite customers. I'm sure. No, you've got lots of, (laughs) but I I have an amazing beauty. You do. And I have a lot of your products. And so tell me what was the catalyst for starting your business sand and stone jewelry? Okay, man, that was like 12 years ago. Now I just had my 12th anniversary. And I've always been a worker. So I had a really great job before I got pregnant with my daughter. And I decided not to go back to it. And um I was raising her and I just, I'm like, I need to do something. So I decided to go on Etsy. There's this thing that came up with leather cuffs and I had thought about doing stamp necklaces and bracelets and leather came up. I've never worn a leather cuff. I I had no idea what I was doing. I ordered all of the wrong supplies. I just started buying like shitty plastic beads from Walmart on crappy string. And at that time I was pretty into my church life. So I was kind of started off selling with like in the basement there. And then I do a couple, um, I was actually pregnant with my son. So my very first market show, he was six weeks old. I'm like trying to breastfeed him. I have like a couple bracelets on my table and a bookmark. Like there was nothing great. And um, it just kept going and I was able to be creative and my daughter was helping me and it just gave me something to do and something to look forward to. And then I just kind of started to up my quality and okay, like quotes and reminders. And, and it was never, it was never supposed to be a thing. That's what I want to say. I never started a business. I never started to start a business. It became a business through connecting with the people that I was making for. So now I technically call it like a lifestyle brand. It's not just Julia Moore. It is, you know, I mean, you have it. You were wearing it the other day, the crew necks, the sweaters. I've sold thousands of pieces of apparel, hats, watches. And um, it was it was mostly to remind people to live their life and make it the most beautiful that they could. And whatever I could produce from my two hands and my brain to give you the reminder of doing so, I was going to try and do. So it just honestly developed and I started doing some amazing things with it. And I was working 16 hour days for like five years. It was insane. There was so much happening, tens of thousands, millions of beads. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I think that, I think that for me looking back, cause I've done a lot of reflection in the past couple of years. The, the craziest part about it is that I, I never started it. Start. So here am I telling everybody else to just start. And it's only because you never know what's going to come from it. You never know what's going to come from it. And you have uh, a gold heart army. I do have a gold heart army. Followers of friends and on, is it on every piece of your apparel that you have the gold heart? Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually something I struggle with because lots of times I want the saying. And then sometimes most people are just like the heart itself. If you know, it speaks for itself. And it does, it has, there's a whole meaning. And that was also just the heart. I, again, it, it wasn't supposed to be a thing. And now if you see it on a hat or a shirt or, you know, exactly what it means. And that's amazing. That is amazing. So what does that heart mean? It means to just live your life in, like I said, a beautiful way to do better, to be kind, to give more. 
It's turned also into being human sunshine, showing up for people during the day, and honestly, just living true to your heart. And I think that the older we get, the more apparent that becomes. But life is so busy and we get so caught up in the kids and the hard that we forget that there's so many tiny, beautiful things every day around us. So that little heart and like, you know, I mean, you follow me long enough to know that, I mean, women send me hearts from all over the world. Mm -hmm. I see a heart on my eggs or every anywhere. And it gives me the exact same reminder. There'll be days where I'm like in a super, super shitty place. Mm -hmm. And I see a little a piece of toilet paper shaped as a heart. And instantly I'm like, I'm good. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be okay. It's like a little reminder that just has followed me around. I collect heart rocks. So I love that the heart has become a thing. And I love that women are seeing them and feeling the exact same way, like notice them and sending them to me. It's one of my favorite parts of the, one of the things that I could have never imagined would have been a thing. Yeah. And the, do you know how many times I've thought of you wherever you are in your house, <laughs> hammering away on that leather? <laughs> <laughs> in my basement, in my cave, I, I literally have a cave. It started at my kitchen table. My poor family, my, my poor son was in my stomach. He has never known a life without hammering. <laughs> and now it's in my basement. Yeah. And does that get really hard on your hands and on your yeah. body? Yeah. So what um, Kim does is she, you explain what you do with the leather. So I make custom cuffs or cuffs with things you can choose. I obviously sell my own sayings. And then I can do your kids' names or whatever saying is meaningful to you. But what I do is I cut the leather from a big hide of leather. I cut it down to half an inch strips. And then let's say Tiff's wrist is six and a half. I make her a leather cuff that fits her wrist. And let's say I'm going to stamp the word beautiful. I take a B and I hammer the B and then I take my E stamp and I hammer the E. It is done letter by letter by letter. And then I hand dye it. I hand file out the edges. And I think, I mean, man, it's just the things you learn, right? So for years, I hand punched every single one of those holes in my leather bracelets. Like I would be at a show, a three-day show, and just punching. And I would wake up in the morning and my hand, like I couldn't hold my mug. Yeah. Then I realized there's actually like a tool. punches, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I just like doing things the hard way for a really long time before I'd like to make it easier on myself. Yeah. So it does. And you know, I mean, you make mistakes. So much leather has been wasted, but I have found so much of myself downstairs in the basement, hammering away and being able to make, because a lot of people order things for memories mm -hmm. for like I times of in their life that they're going through that they need a reminder. So it's like this weird thing where I've never, ever felt burdened. Mm -hmm. it's hard on your body. It's hard on your mind sometimes, but it's never been a burden for me to go down there because I know I get to stick this tiny little thing in the mail and it comes to you and you're going to wear it. Mm -hmm. And it's hopefully going to get you through some of your darkest days or give you a reminder of some of your best days. And um, that's always kept me going. And it does. And I have to tell you, I know I sent you a message about this, but uh, Kim also does uh, Christmas boxes and yes. your Christmas boxes are next level. They are, you package them with so much care. It's unbelievable. Like mm -hmm. there's all these beautiful note cards in inside with these amazing Kimspirations they're called, <laughs> which we're going to get into. But I just want to tell you that you really make your customers and mm -hmm. your friends feel special. Uh, mm. in, in what you put in their boxes. And, and I just want to 
really give you kudos for that because there's other businesses out there that don't. So I just want to recognize It's like my number that. one thing. And I think like when, when I first started them, it was so important for me to you, for you to tell me if you love silver or gold and what some of your favorite things were. And um, like the curated part of it is, is that you don't just get a freaking box with everything shoved in it. You get a piece of me. I'm packing those boxes in my basement one by one. I pick out yours. I know who you are. Most of my people who have ordered Christmas boxes, I know them well enough to know what you have or what you love or what you don't love. So I go sit through every single one and package. I make sure like I have the ornaments, the things I tie, like it takes me forever to figure it out. And some people are like, why does it matter? I'm like, that's what matters to me. I love what I'm putting in, but it's the tiny little things. I do that in my own life. I want to write notes. I want to make people feel special. That is my favorite part about them. So even though you guys have so much joy opening them, those things for me to put together and to find everything that needs to go in and curate them, it gives me the utmost joy, especially Christmas, because I'm like Mrs. <laughs> Christmas. So it's like I get to package all these gifts. And then when it comes time to wrap my own gifts, I'm like, no, thank you, sir. Can we just put these all in gift bags? I'm done. <laughs> I am done. I have done how many boxes? A lot yeah. of boxes. Yeah. Okay. The thing that I really want to talk to you about right now yeah. is, a, well, there's many things, but a little bit of the harder stuff that you've gone through. Okay. I know that you've gone through a divorce as well mm-hmm. as have mm-hmm. I. Um, uh, yeah. So <laughs> how, uh, how are how- you? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for asking. Every day is different. Mm-hmm. Is that the same for you? Mm-hmm. I'm how far out are you now? I'm about two years. Yeah, I'm going on my third. Yeah. Yeah. Third year. Um, oh man, some days it was hour by hour. Minute by yeah. minute. Yeah, minute by minute. And I do, you know, I just I know everybody says this, but until you've been through it, like I just never thought that was gonna be a part of my life. Mm-hmm. And giving up the title of wife was so difficult for me. That's like my dream. I just always dreamt. You dream of that. You want to be married. You want to be a wife. We have two beautiful kids. Like it was almost 20 years of my entire life. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you're Kim and you're not a wife and you're a single mom and you're figuring out how to make it work. And you are just like, what in this shit is mm-hmm. happening? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I didn't tell any of my followers for like six or seven months. There was times where I would show up for Kim's inspirations and I had been like crying all morning. <laughs> And then like splash on some makeup. I'm like, I have to show up. Yeah. I just have to. And and honestly, I've said this before. I really feel like this saved me. Mm-hmm. I had to come on. I had to keep going for my community and my gold heart army. And if I didn't have all of you guys and you guys waiting for Kimspirations or maybe the next thing that I had to think about, I'm not too sure. I mean, I'm a very strong person, so I know I would have gotten through it, but it would just been different. Yeah, it would have so been a different I credit journey. Yeah, I credit my followers. They didn't even know they were saving me at the time. And and there'd be days where people would send me hearts or a really cute message or, and I would just be, it would literally make my entire day. So um, now, I mean, obviously it's still a thing. Mm-hmm. You're, you're divorced and it kind of follows you around for a bit, which is shitty. The judgment, the, um, I know now going through it, I will never judge another person in my life for what they're going through. Mm-hmm. you're always kind of before like oh why couldn't they make it you know no no more judgment I don't care if you couldn't make it work or what happened in your life I'm here for you and I'm going to listen to you and we're going to become sisters in going through something that not a lot of people well I shouldn't say not a lot of people a lot of people do but not a lot of people go through and really talk about and open up with so I've always 
I kind of wanted in a way sometimes to pivot some days on my conspirations and with what I'm doing to being divorced and being a single mama. Because mm-hmm. I feel like there are so many of us out there. And even though it's vulnerable to talk about, I feel like it needs to be talked about. And there's a huge community around it where we can really come together and support each other and know that we can still make our lives beautiful, even though it looks different. Absolutely. And I would be listening as I always do, but I would be listening more intently on those ones because would you? Oh yeah. It, yeah. Be, because it it is like you said, it's, it's a path that you really never, ever thought you were going to be on ever. Mm-hmm. And it's, so different and it's so jarring Mm -hmm. and but it's also um uh I don't even know how to say this um it's a new start and it's exciting in a way yeah once you get over the sadness and the um just once you get over all of all the emotions that you're going through there is a little bit of okay who is Kim I don't know Kim outside of being a wife or a mom or a business owner. Mm -hmm. So how do you find her again? What parts of you have you set aside? Mm -hmm. What parts of you did you forget about? What do you love? Mm -hmm. I don't, I didn't know. I mean, I, there's a whole bunch of things I knew I love, but deep down, what do I want to do? So what were those things for you? Um, Well, this year I've made a goal for myself now that I'm kind of out of what I just, I mean, I just made a post yesterday about getting on a survival mode. Mm -hmm. Um, because I feel like I've been in survival mode for quite a while I mean work stuff too just a whole bunch of things but this year I'm going to live a slow a slow I've always lived an intentional life but more intentional I'm going to I've been baking bread every Sunday I just recently made butter I'm going to make sure these last couple years I have with my kids are with my kids and I always feel like I was born in the wrong generation so this year I'm going to go with my 50s vibe that I feel like I am at heart and I'm so traditional in so many areas of my life so I just really want to live that part of me out and I feel like I have been I mean I feel like I have been kind of not suppressing it but I was just Kim I was just doing my thing so I want to say yes more I'm honestly the most boring person I, I work, I take care of my kids and I, I know it seems like I'm extroverted, but I'm not, I'm a huge introvert and I love being at home and I get comfortable there. Mm-hmm. I'm not comfortable in saying yes to like hiking or, <laughs> you know, <laughs> doing those types of things. I mean, I love it. I love being outside and I, we have fires and stuff, but I'm going to start saying yes more. I'm going to start living and I'm hoping to take the kids on a vacation this year. And, you know, last summer I had a pretty devastating thing happen financially. I thought I was going to be able to get through the summer. Mm -hmm. Sand and stone had slowed down. I thought, okay, I have enough money saved to get myself through the summer with the kids. I'm going to look for a new job. I have to. I'm actually a full-time single mom, so I'm taking care of the kids. I I know this is coming, but I'm going to get through the summer. Turns out on a Friday all everything that I had saved was taken from my bank account oh my goodness yeah I went to go buy drinks to go to my ch- charity golf tournament and my cards had declined and I was like well, that's weird like there's thousands of dollars in this bank account what is happening yeah. yeah and I checked and the entire amount plus some had been withdrawn and I was like oh what I, it yeah it was devastating so on Monday I went to the hiring agency and I had a job by Tuesday and luckily my kids were in Alberta that weekend for a wedding because I sat on my couch and I cried and I cried and I cried because I, I couldn't 
financially take care of them for the summer. And my kids don't know a life with me outside of being home. I'm at home. I was so, all I wanted to do was raise my babies. And I was able to do that with my company. And all of a sudden, we're going to, we had all these plans for the summer and we were going to do all these things. I was going to wake up with them, be super intentional this last summer with them. Mm-hmm. And in three days, our lives completely changed and I went to work full time. And then not only did I go to work full time, but I was, I was charging like 70 to 90 hours a week because of the person I was working for, which is a whole other story. So I was getting home at seven o'clock at night. I would leave, I would be at, at work by seven in the morning. The kids were waking up by themselves. They had to take care of themselves all day. I would take them to the river at 7.30 at night, just try to get any time in with them. And then I ended up working like seven days a week. It was just a fucking disaster. But I had to pay for my life. There was no one to take care of me. I don't get the option of calling family members to ask for help. I have to take care of myself. I had to make a choice to leave them for the entire summer and go to work. Mm -hmm. And I am still at that job. I do love it. And I am doing sand and stone on the side. It just allowed, it, it was like, I felt like outside of the doors, so I was trying to, I was finally getting to the point where I was like, okay, good. We've got this. The kids, my kids have done so great. They're happy. My ex and I have a really great relationship. We get along the kids, everybody's good. Mm-hmm. And I thought we're just, we're on the up and up. And then it was just like a fucking yes. burning, crashing plane into the ground. So now that I, everything is settled down and I'm going to be able to have a normal kind of spring summer with them this year. I'm really making sure that we're doing everything we can. Memphis is going to be 14, mm-hmm. you know, pretty soon she's not going to want to hang out with her cool mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that so, happens right around now. Just FYI. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, I know. So that's where this year I'm just really making sure that I say yes to myself, that I say yes to my kids and we are really making the most beautiful memories that we can. So what kept you going in that really crash and burn time because my- you still showed up with your community, not as much, but you still showed up. So what was keeping you going? My kids. Mm-hmm. I've always been a strong person and I've always honestly, even though I was married for a very long time before that was always kind of taking care of myself and had to even before I probably should have been and have great parents and everything like that. It's just a different situation than most families have. So I think that's almost all I've known at the same time was to just keep going. And I have goals and I am not meant to be mediocre. And I know that. So Mm -hmm. stopping or giving up is just not actually not an, there's not an option for me. Mm-hmm. We're going to kick some ass and I am going to show up in every area of my life. And I mean, the unfortunate thing is I had only had time for my kids really. And so there's some friendships that were lost in that, which is also hard. And I don't know about you. I know with my divorce as well, I lost so many friends that I thought would be there that did not come along for the journey after. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you get over that and just let it go, there's actually a bit of freedom. Mm-hmm. You know what, if you're not going to come on this side with me and you were only there in that aspect of my life, then that's fine. Mm -hmm. I'm also just going to remind myself to leave that aspect of my life over there and not wish for you to come with me. Mm -hmm. So I just spent a lot of time with my kids and made sure that there's food on the table and my bills. I mean, I own my own home. There's shit that needs to be paid for and showing up for you guys. Like I was so embarrassed. I, I didn't even tell anybody. I think when I finally when most people probably found out was when I was going through this huge thing at work with our old, my old boss 
and I had to bring something up because my name was getting drugged through the mud in some horrible situations. But I did not even want to tell people. I did not want to say, hey, I, I failed. I can't keep my business going. I had to go get a full-time job. My pride took a huge hit for sure. And um, can I tell you something? Yeah. That was when I knew I wanted you on my podcast. Oh, really? It It wasn't all of the other stuff that you were doing, although I love all of that, like your conspirations and, and your product line and all that. But it was when you showed up and you told people, I'm having a hard time, <laughs> I'm having a hard time right now. And, but I'm going to be here and I'm going to, you know, still show joy and show you guys that I'm, I'm going through it too. Right. Well, that, I think that was when I wanted you on my podcast. Oh my gosh. I love you for that. Cause I think that, I mean, everybody who's followed me for so long, like I've never been all butterflies and rose. Like, yes, I'm very positive. I am a very, very positive person in my life. That's just who I am. Um, but I've always been vulnerable. Like, yeah, I'm having a shitty fucking day. Parenting is hard. Business is hard. You know, supplies aren't getting here. I've always tried to show up and be vulnerable for my followers because I want them to know, like, I really actually dislike when people show up on social media and they're like, this is my outfit and my life is great. Nothing's going wrong. Bullshit. Instantly. Yeah. I, I, Bullshit. I, I can't, I, I can't, I can't resonate with you because there's shit going wrong. You're just too scared or whatever it is to talk about, which I get some people cannot open up. But in my mind, that is where we come together. And I think that's why my community is so strong because you'll write me, people will write me. And I have, there's not been in 12 years, people are like, why don't you give up writing people back? You're so busy. You're downstairs making everything. You're spending hours responding to emails and DMs and everything like that. I would rather give up the making than the writing. Mm -hmm. I know my, my customers, I have customers who have graduated, gotten married, got divorced, I've had customers who their kids were eight years old with me at markets. Now they're grown up and they're, you know, 20 year old human beings and they're getting married and having kids. I have followed my customers throughout their entire lives, like 12 years. And so I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, hey guys, yeah, everything's great. No, you're, we are all going to go through it at some point. So let's just open up the conversation. And if you want to talk to me about it, I'm going to be here for you. Yeah. absolutely. And we're going to, we're going to be able to, I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, sorry, you're having a bad name. No, frick, like I'm here and I'm yeah. also going through it. And there's days I don't want to show up and there's days I don't want to get out of bed. And that's allowed because that's just actually what life is about. Mm -hmm. It is. And speaking of your writing, my goodness, I have, I'm going to show it right now. Ah, my book. <laughs> ah. I have goosebumps actually right now holding this book. Um, I got this book for my mom too. Um, oh and I read from it. I it's actually, I only have maybe five books upstairs in my main living room area. And this one is on my coffee table. Stop. No, it is because, oh so it's called, there is something beautiful in every day A collection of inspirational writing from Kim at sand and stone jewelry. Let's talk about this book or mm -hmm. writing is incredible. And so what gave you the idea and the inspiration to put this together? I think 
so what was happening was I'm like putting out writing, I'm putting out these posts and my tutu chronicles. And um, a couple of times people had been like, oh man, I wish I could rehear that or reread it. And so this is something I wish all of these years I would have shared all my, I would have saved all my conspirations because every day I show up, some of my writings, some of the writings, not my own. And some of it is just my thoughts, but then it's gone in 24 hours, never to be remembered. And so those are all of my posts and writing from my posts for freaking two years, I think. I went back and I collected them and I just thought, you know what? I'm not going to write a book that you need to read and keep up with. I want a book. You're having a day tomorrow. I want you to just open it up and flip it to a page. And whatever reminder you see in that page is what you maybe hopefully needed to hear today. And it was just a place to collect all the thoughts I've had. You're not going to scroll two years back on my Instagram. Mm -mm. You're not going to go back and find that post that hit you hard if you didn't screenshot it. So I thought there has to be a way that I can just compile my writing and some ideas that I've had and put it into a place where we can go and look at it whenever we want. And that's how that started. I did it wrong. I mean, that is publishing a book is a lesson. Like I could have done it way cheaper. I should have done it way cheaper. I did it in the way I wanted my book to look. So, I mean, I didn't, there's no money made off my book or anything, but that's never been what my company was for. It was for just getting the reminders out there. And I accomplished that. Absolutely. And just what you said, picking it up. And that's what I do. Whatever, yeah, okay, one, good. whatever one I'm supposed to land on that day is what yeah. I'm supposed to hear. And so it is being accomplished. So yay, good. But there was one that you gave us at the rise conference that really stood out to me so much mm -hmm. so that I actually <laughs> framed it and it's in my bedroom. And oh my, I freaking it, love that. It was in my office for a very long time. And then when I moved into this new house, I put it in my bedroom and I read it every morning. And oh my called, gosh, you do. I do. No, it's that because it's, it says exactly what I need to hear every day. And it's called mm. remember her. Mm -hmm. That's what I put on your guys's bracelets. I know. Mm -hmm. I would love if you would read remember okay. her for our Kimspiration of the day. Okay, I went yeah. back and found it for you. Yes. Okay, so it says, got it in my work phone. Remember her, that little girl that you used to be, unconditionally loving and doing things because they brought you joy. That joy comes when you let go of who you think you should be and let yourself be who you are. She is still there. You are still the dreams she had. You are the freedom she felt. You are the unconditional love she had. You are the way she saw the world way back then. You can find her again because she is you. She wants you to rise up to who you thought you could be before the world told you who you should be. She wants you to find that part of your life again where you really dream where you are being who you need to be and where you're doing this for you and your heart. So remember her and rise to meet her and choose that joy. Ah, even better and, when you read it. Oh my God. And the rise. And it was because the, the conference was the rise conference. So through yeah. rise in there. And I remember standing on stage and I was like this. 
remember her. <laughs> I could feel it. And I had to wear that stupid friggin' plastic mask thing because I know everything. But I was shaking and I'm like, you cannot mess this up. This is important. I think I made, did I make you guys close your eyes? Yes, you did. I think I made, yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Well, and just so you know, so I have also written my own book now, but one of I my know goals. Thank you. My social support diet coach. Yeah. Um, but one of my goals also is to become a speaker and mm-hmm. that weekend and all of you ladies, including you were my inspiration to know that I could get up there too. And so hearing that you were shaking, oh my oh. gosh, that makes me feel so much better. <laughs> and that is actually on my list for 2024 as well. One of the things I, I did wrong in my company was I just did it all alone. I didn't have anybody helping me. I didn't have anybody saying, Hey, you should have Kim out there. You should, if I got asked, I went, I wasn't looking for them. I wasn't putting myself out there. And I do wish, cause I love that aspect of it so much, even though I get such sweaty pits and I get so nervous. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it is yeah. one of my, it's one of my favorite things. And so I do wish I was smarter back when I was really busy to just be like, Hey, I need someone who's like, this is Kim. This is Kim. We need to get her out to your conference and things like that. So I do want to do it a little bit in 2024 if I can, but I still don't know what that looks like. I don't even know how to go about it or do it. So again, I'm just going to maybe just hope that I get asked and, and if I see something, maybe I'll be brave enough to, to do it. I don't think you ever, I don't think you ever aren't nervous to go and say, I mean, I've done, how many shows have I done with my company? so many markets. I get nervous. I, I have my own market for freak sakes. And <laughs> I get so nervous that morning. I literally cannot change into my dress until the second people are walking in. Cause I'm going to sweat through whatever I am wearing still after all this time. But mm-hmm. I actually think that it's a good thing because I feel like I'm nervous because it means so much to me yeah. to do it right. That I don't look at it as a bad thing. I just, I just look at it as <laughs> I'm going to be uncomfortable for a bit. And I just don't want to trip or mess up my words. Yeah. Well, you did amazing. So you stood out to me. So oh, thank you. Yeah. So where can people find you, your book, your products, everything about Kim, where can they find you? Okay. So book is Amazon mm-hmm. and Barnes and Noble and chapters online. Um, so I've, I have also pivoted with the apparel part of my line I just don't have the finances. And that was one reason why my company slowed down as well. Like it cost me a lot to do my company. I, because again, it was never about the money. I wanted people to be able to buy a gift for their friend and not have to wait for two paychecks. I'm that's the kind of spender I am. I, I don't have many fancy things and charging more. I probably could have kept going a little bit longer than I did. So when it comes to apparel, it's very expensive to get done. I had to figure out a way to pivot that aspect. I still want to be able to offer it, but I couldn't afford to bring it in like I did before. So now my apparel, I have an Etsy shop for. Mm -hmm. It's separate from my website. So my Etsy is Sandstone Lifestyle and my website is sandstonejewelry.com. Obviously I have my Instagram, which is my favorite social media platform. I just feel like I can be myself there. I don't know why. Like Facebook is just different to me. My stories are on Instagram. I just like the layout of it. I like how I can post. I mean, everything's shared to Facebook, but yeah, I don't know. So yeah, Instagram, my website, the Etsy shop for apparel and the bookstores for the book. Excellent. I will put all of that in the show notes where to find you. you. 
I end every episode with asking my guest what oh, they are grateful for today. What are you grateful for today? Kim? Oh my gosh. I'm so grateful every day, <laughs> every day. I'm so grateful. Like this is one of my biggest things today. I'm grateful for you and starting this and doing, you know, the thing and allowing it to be hard and beautiful at the same time. Every single morning, I'm grateful for my first cup of coffee. I'm not kidding. Oh, well, I'm first of all, grateful for waking up. I am every day and that my kids are here with me and coffee. I mean, and I'm not even kidding. I think today on my way to work, I even said I was so thankful for my job and my car and it's heated steering wheel. And this is what I do. I will be driving. I'm like, I'm so thankful my car drives and that I'm on my way to a job that I get a paycheck for and that I can feed my kids. Like this is a daily thing for me. I'll get home and I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm so thankful I get to come home and turn on my fireplace. And uh, this whole week I've been um, working like two or three hours at night on sand and stone. Yeah. And just with orders and you know, I come home, we cook dinner and hang out with the kids. I'm grateful to go downstairs and go to work. And then I'm grateful to come upstairs and lay down and watch a show with my kids in bed. Mm-hmm. That is how my day goes. I am grateful for literally everything, even the hard. Have and, you always been I, like that? I think so. I think I've just been more openly allowing myself to say it and I think that that's something I don't know why we think that's weird to talk to yourself in that way like I am grateful for this there's no one around no one needs to know what you're grateful for Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for the hearts that was what I was going to say that I would like to encourage maybe one person I feel like all of the heart and maybe you feel like this too like when my money was taken um I was like like I, I, I actually don't know. I've never been in that situation before, but I woke up after I gave myself a couple little good days of crying. And there's a freaking reason. Mm-hmm. I do not know what you are doing right now. I do not know why this is a devastating thing that is happening, but for some reason I needed to move and I needed to move fast. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that would have meant if it didn't happen. I don't know why I was placed where I was placed at the job I was placed at. But looking back, there's a silver lining to freaking everything. Mm -hmm. So if you are going through something hard, it might be hard to see it or even have that kind of mindset to think about it that way right now. But if you look back in three to six months, you're going to look back and be like, geez, without that, I would not be right where I am. And there's a reason why you're placed in those places at the time is to get you to where you're supposed to be, even when it's hard to see it. Mm -hmm. And mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) So now when something happens, I'm like, okay, what else do you have for me? Literally, what else do you have for me? And what's coming for me? Why is this happening? And what good is coming for me because of it? And that's how I live. So Mm -hmm. there's there's not a lot anymore that can really move me and bother me. I get upset. I'm like, dang, but I'm like, hey, well, here we go. Let's just, we got to keep going. Yeah. See, that's why you are one of my favorite people. Um, (laughs) So I am grateful just that you are here and I could tell you in person over zoom (laughs) that you are one of my favorite people. And I love that we need more love and light Mm -hmm. and people like you that are okay. Shining their light and, Mm -hmm. and shining it on other people too. Mm -hmm. So I'm just grateful that you are doing that and just keep shining it. I love you. And like, I think that's it. Like I am, I literally am love and I, I am love. I feel that about myself and I've always been that way. I have love tattooed on me. Like mm-hmm. I just, it, it's my thing. 
And I think I wasn't comfortable for a long time in just being human sunshine for people. And a lot of people don't get it. And I do show up for people in ways that they don't understand, but I don't even care anymore. I'm just going to show up for you. If I feel like doing something for you or saying something, I'm going to do it. I'm not holding back anymore because of what you might feel. I'm, I, I want to show up for the world and I want to be a little ripple in your day and that ripple is going to spread out. And if we can all kind of just do a little bit of that every single day, the well, love and light is going to spread. And especially in today's day and age with so much fear and um, dark, I refuse. I literally refuse to partake. We are not doing that. We are just taking the dark. We're going, no, thank you. No, thank you, sir. And we are moving forward in love. I love you. That's why. So I love you too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this. I am so, so grateful. Hmm. Well, thank you for having me. I'm grateful for you. And um, I've always wanted to support, always tried to make sure women knew that they can be supported and can do the thing and you're just doing it. So thank you. Super proud of you. Thank you. Well, I hope you listened the whole way through and caught all that goodness. But if you press stop to go check Kim out in all the places, I don't blame you because I did the same thing back in 2020. Thank you again, Kim, for being here today and sharing some of your hard, beautiful journey with us. Do you have a story to tell? Of course you do. And I would love if you would come on my podcast and share it with me and my listeners. If you're interested, just shoot me an email at hello at tiffcarson.com or fill out the application on my website at tiffcarson.com. Have you read my book, Dancing in the Rain, yet? It's available now on Amazon, and I would love if you have read it to leave a five-star review on Amazon. That way, more people will hear about it and share it with others, too. Once again, I am so grateful you were here today listening. And until next week, friends, please be kind and stay well. Bye-bye. Thank you.